Welcome to the Manifest Action Podcast, where we combine the energetics and magic of manifestation with the science of action to make your life vision board a reality. I'm Fee Dang, and I bring the manifest part. As a human design life coach known as the Positivity Queen, I'm passionate about helping you expand into your power and infinite potential by overcoming your negative self-talk and reconnecting with your soul. And I'm Emma Norris, and I bring the action part of the equation. I'm an imperfect action coach, author, and psychology student who helps creative, driven women overcome perfectionism and procrastination and unlock their limitless potential. We believe that in order to achieve your biggest goals, you need to be energetically aligned with a clear vision so you can be a magnet for everything you desire. But you also need a clear roadmap to get there and to consistently take action so you can open yourself up for opportunities. That's why we've joined forces for this podcast mini-series to explore the beautiful relationship between manifestation and action. It's our mission to teach you how to combine these two powerful things to create a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. It's not just manifestation. It's not just action. It's manifest action. Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Manifest Action Podcast. I hope you're all staying safe and healthy, uh, especially those who are still in lockdown, <laughs> like Fee and I. We're, I think, approaching week nine now. Uh, so, yeah, definitely been uh, trying to practice a lot of gratitude and find the small things in the day. Um, but I am here with the lovely Fee, of course, and I am super excited for today's episode. I'm always excited, but I'm a little bit more excited today because I get a little treat in the form of having my human design read by the amazing Fee. So I'm so excited to dive into this, uh, not only for my own selfish reasons, but to show you guys how incredible this, you know, um, whole field is. So Fee, I'm so excited to dive in. I know. I'm so excited to look at your chart as well. So I guess like, you know, we're going to do this as if it's like a real reading. So with human design, what I'm reading is like the stars and the planet placements when you were born. But just like, you know, astrology, wherever the sun is, the moon and all the planets and the stars that will affect it. And, you know, sometimes you have activated energies. And I think with any modality or tool, it's really important to kind of say that, you take what resonates with you. You've got to use your discernment. If it doesn't resonate, that's okay. And, you know, human design can be a little bit triggering because we always talk about the high expression of an energy and that shadow expression. And it's not about beating yourself up or taking it personally. It's about really understanding those energies. So not getting, you know, upset when you hear the low expression, because it's kind of teaching you more about yourself. So it's important to kind of say that I would, I think you would agree with me in any type of tool you're using is to use your own judgment and discernment. Yeah, of course. I think you can cherry pick, not cherry pick, but you can pick and choose what's relevant to you and you don't need to get too attached to it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, in terms of mine, feel free to tell me the good and bad. Like I'm an open <laughs> book and we can talk about it. But, no, I think that's an important point to make. You know, it can be triggering sometimes this introspection. So, yeah, take from it what you will, um, everyone listening yeah, at home. Yeah, I love So 
I think you already knew this, Emma, but you are a generator. So we've kind of spoken about that in other episodes. You're really here to do what lights you up. So I'm not going to go there and repeat it. But what I will share with you is, as you know, your strategy is to respond to the world and your authority is actually emotional. So I don't know if you know that, but what that means is as a generator, we always have that initial sacral feeling, that gut feeling. It's an instant, you know, yes or no. But as an emotional authority, what you have to do is wait until you're emotionally neutral because, you know, emotions are like wave energy. You've got high highs and low lows. And so if you kind of make a decision from the high point or the low point, it won't actually be the correct decision when it comes to big decisions. Does that resonate with you? Yes, that's huge already. I, I think I've touched on this, but I'm a very emotional person and I'm a very emotionally reactive person. And I've gotten a lot better with it um, in recent years. But I do tend to, like I said, I get excited about things and then I can be a little bit impulsive with it. And also mm-hmm. same can be with when I feel really negative. And look, I never regret my decisions, uh, but there has sometimes been times where I'm like, oh, maybe I reacted a little bit from an emotional place with that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, even straight away, I'm like, that is 100% me. <laughs> Going in straight away. And so there's other variables we kind of speak about. So looking at your chart, I really noticed that you really – actively digest the world. So this is where your masculine energy comes in. You really like to have structure and routines. You thrive off familiarity. You probably have the same coffee shop that you go to. That's very much the energy in your chart. And the rest of it is very much feminine flow energy. You know, you're somebody that gets really impacted by your environment. You like to change things up. When you feel oh, stuck, you go I'm getting goosebumps. This is all so accurate. I'm, I'm a very, I'm in. A, I feel like you're just describing highly sensitive people in general, but like (laughs) it makes sense because like I am so, I've always been really in tune to my environment, like uh, loud sounds and stuff and smells really bother me, but also like, you know, beautiful music. I'm very, I get very like emotionally touched by like great music and beautiful smells. So, wow, that's wild. Oh, I love this already. (laughs) So you're actually more of a right-brained person, which is really interesting because that's more like you like abstract concepts, but it kind of takes you a bit harder to work at those theoretical things. So I wonder if you resonate with that when you're studying psychology, you get it as a whole. Listen, I was like, yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm getting so excited. Yeah, because I've always considered myself a right-brained person. Like I always love writing. Um, I was always the girl at school just like writing little stories and stuff and like abstract concept like you said like that's 100% me and I really struggled with like maths and it's, uh, anything like that so it is interesting that I'm doing a science degree and I think that's because kind of what you said about like really absorbing and uh, really curious about the world um, is why I'm studying that but I've struggled with statistics and anything you know really I don't know if it's theoretical, but yeah, the left brain stuff, basically. Yes, the left yeah. brain stuff. It's not to say you won't be good at it. It's just like it's not as natural. I have to work harder at it. Exactly. Like I will work hard at that if I have to, but otherwise I'm far more interested in the creative abstract things. But at I the same that. time, I don't like things that are too abstract. Like if I watch a movie or listen to a song that's just weird for the sake of being weird, I won't like it. I'm like, no. Like I think it's that structure that you said. I'm like, I do yeah. need the structure as well. I'm like, no, but what is the purpose? Why are you like, <laughs> why are you being weird for the sake of being weird? There needs to be meaning behind it. <laughs> I love this. Is your, your chart definitely speaks to that. And the best part is 
I've learned your manifesting style and you're actually a feminine manifester. So what that means is the traditional, you know, scripting and writing all the time. It doesn't really work for you. You're more about tapping into the feelings and the flow of your manifestations to make them happen. So, you know, quite general affirmations work for you. So I wonder if that resonates with you in terms of your manifesting, kind of like dreaming. A hundred percent. I think I'm a natural generator. Like I think I've spoken about there have been things like my book. Like I've always been a huge daydreamer. I'm very idealistic. I'm always in my head thinking about the future. I've always been like that since I was a kid. And I think a lot of those things that I dreamed of did come true. I didn't write them down. Like I, but they, I live them. Like I live in my daydream world and then, and then I guess I take the action to make it happen. But when I have tried to do the writing things down and the scripting and that, it just hasn't, they just haven't come to fruition. But when I've really felt that things were going to happen or I just thought about them in my head over and over again because it's not forced, I'm just always daydreaming, then they have happened. Oh my gosh, I love this because I feel like you're really resonating with your human design already. So and it's much. just going to get more in depth. <laughs> and I, I, like you said, I've done my chart before, but I didn't get... I didn't understand what was going on. So if I like (laughs) just hearing this, I'm like, oh no, it's a hundred percent me. Like it's crazy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, let's get more into it because now I'm looking at your energetic centers in front of me. So it really resonated with me when you were saying you're always dreaming and you know, all these possibilities because you've actually got that open head and Ajna, which is the third eye. So you're really here to take on inspiration from the world. You get inspired by like books and podcasts. And so you're always in that dreaming state, but as you know, in human design, in your open centers, we're also open to conditioning. So I wonder if this resonates with you. Sometimes you're not sure if you're actually inspired by it, or I call you guys like the marketer's dream because you're really influenced by someone else's energy and inspiration behind something. You're yeah, nodding your head. I do struggle with this because like, you know, we spoke about something recently. I'm very anti, uh, like I'm very big on being original. I don't, I hate plagiarism. Yeah. Like I, I think I get really upset when people copy me or other people people but it is hard because I am always I'm like an avid consumer of podcasts and movies and books and it can be hard to like not take that on board and still be original Mm. so yeah no is that kind of what it is like that I'm very inspired by yeah other people's things Exactly. And you must feel like you always have so many ideas and there's like a pressure to bring all the ideas to life. (laughs) You must be saying that just from knowing me. That can't be in my chart. That is my biggest problem. Too many ideas, not enough time to execute. So yeah. Wow. And it gets really interesting, right? Because you've got this open throat. So that's kind of the difference between you and I, because I'm a manifesting generator. So I have that defined throat, whereas you don't. So what that can show up as, it's either like over talking or blurting or actually feeling quite shy to speak up. And I guess in terms of your business, I feel like you may have times where you can't, you feel like people aren't listening to you or seeing you or hearing you. Oh, a hundred percent. Even just from a young age, like I, mm. I've gotten a lot better at speaking, but I would always, um, stumble over my words or like be too scared to talk I still feel like that sometimes in social situations that I either talk too much and then I regret it or don't I just like oh what do I say what do I say so um yeah that's really interesting like I feel like that's probably why I've um lent towards the written word as well because Mm. I find it easier to express myself so that's really interesting 
it's actually a gift of yours, like when you're ready to really explore it, because you actually have the potential to be an amazing public speaker mm. because you're not defined. You're able to kind of adapt to the people in the room, the environment and things oh, yeah. like that. Yes. So, you know, with everything, there's that high and shadow expression. And what I found interesting is you also have the open spleen, which is a kind of hard energy to deal with because it's our oldest intuition center in human design. It's like the awareness and what made us as humans evolve. Mm-hmm. But what that means is you're very prone to fears. People with the open spleen, if something goes wrong in their life, they literally feel like, oh my goodness, my whole world is ending. How do I survive? I feel like I'm going to die. That's kind of like the energy. Yeah. It sounds quite dramatic, but that's that no, open spleen. that's me. I call it the spiral. I, oh, I tend to yeah, spiral. Yeah. yeah, but I tend to be like, one thing goes wrong and then I bring in, I'm getting very real here. Everyone's going to know all my flaws, but that's fine. That's what I'm all about. Um, yeah, bringing, I'm like this and the other thing, like I just spiral is the, is the word for it. That's really interesting. And I've always been quite, I guess, a fearful person, but also quite mm. a courageous one. Like I don't let it hold me back, but I just deal with the constant overthinking basically. <laughs> No, that's really, really amazing because actually the other final open center that you have is your identity center. Mm. So you're someone that I would call a chameleon. You don't have a fixed identity. You've probably gone through a lot of phases in your life and that's how you're meant to be. You're meant to always change and evolve. So I think that's really beautiful. Oh my gosh. I'm just getting such goosebumps because everything you've said, <laughs> like I'm constantly reinventing myself. Like you can see it I love with my brand. I love a rebrand. Like, <laughs> and also, you know, I moved around a bit um, during my childhood childhood and would kind of try and be like okay who am I going to be but I'm always still the same person at the core but I love Mm. the idea of reinvention um and that's glad I'm glad to hear you say it's not a bad thing and it's something that I'm naturally sort of um predisposed to do because I've kind of been like oh like why can't you just be happy you know with who you are and where you're at but it's not that it's just it's evolving basically. Yeah. Well, that's the conditioning coming through. Like the thoughts like, oh, you're meant to be the same person all the time or why are you always changing who you are? Mm. So that's why I love human design because it gives you the theory, but actual practical tools and validation in order to do something with your life. And so with you, you've also got a lot of strengths in you. So I would, you have a defined heart, which means you have so much gusto and willpower and motivation. When you want to do something, nothing's going to stop you, girl. You move mountains. So that's, an amazing quality that you have. You've got that defined solar plexus. So you're here to become wise and to really feel your feelings. Um, That is going to be your biggest wisdom center, as we just mentioned. But what I love about you is you've also got that defined sacral. So you've got so much energy when you're lit up and doing what you love. And you've got that defined root, which means you can take on a lot of stress. You know, you're able to handle the stress, but just because you can take on a lot of stress doesn't mean that you should. Yeah, that's such an interesting point. I don't know. I feel like I don't handle stress that well. I'm not great in a crisis, to be honest. But I think I that's think, a swing that, you know, survival center, that, that's the influence there. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Because I'm fine with like, you know, I'm always doing a lot and I can kind of, I'm like, that's just how it is. But yeah, in a, in a crisis, I tend to panic. But, you know, when it comes down to it, I know I can, I can, I'm very solution um, focus so I can fix things in those situations. Ah, uh, so interesting. Now we're going to talk about your personality because, you know, we all have, sometimes you have the same uh, soul path or mission, but you've got to do it in a different way based on your energies and your personality. So you are actually an opportunist role model. So that's a four slash six. So 
when you're an opportunist, you get your best, you know, work, your clients, job opportunities, relationships through people you know or a trusted intermediary. Um, you probably get a lot of referrals from clients for other clients coming through. Yep, yes, nodding. Yeah, we were just talking about this before. Yeah, 100%. You know, when I started my copywriting business, referrals were everything like I and I would try and do things you know other marketing things but none of them were ever worth like it was the referrals that really yeah were the foundation of my business so, I love wow. that it yeah. always resonates hey and yes you've got the role model which is super super interesting because people with the role model personality what happens is they live life in three stages so the first 30 years they're very experimental they're learning more about themselves you probably did a lot of crazy things met a lot of people traveled a lot and then as you come to your 30s you start to tune in more people kind of start to go more inwards and realize what makes me really happy in life and what do I actually want to do for the rest of my life so there's like a bit of a tuning in kind of like going into the cocoon as a butterfly and then when you fully master everything around the ages of 50 you kind of emerge and you become a natural role model for people so yeah. I wonder if that resonates because I know you're kind of shifting towards that phase now yeah your- I think it resonates in terms of I don't think I'm definitely not someone who partied a lot or had any really crazy life experiences I think it's more so I've always been pushing 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 uh, and now Mm -hmm. I'm trying to going into a bit more of a phase where it's like it's okay to just be like just you know work on yourself and just exist Um, I think that's probably where it resonates with um, I love that yeah and that's why human design is so great because it's kind of a bit abstract enough for you to apply it to your life. But, you know, it's not so specific that it kind of traps you in a certain interpretational yeah. way. But everything because- else so far has been like to the letter, spot on. So, yeah, I like that the, there can sometimes be things that are a bit more broad that makes you think like, oh, like how does that show up in my life? Yeah, so so cool. and it's really interesting your personality you really value relationships over how many relationships you have like you're very much you know quality over quantity but with this line sometimes you can experience people fatigue because there's a part of you that loves being with other people and there's another part of you that really needs time to themselves so does that resonate yes. with you? I mean I'm a huge introvert like I, I need my social battery drains really quickly um so I need to like yeah, have some time away from people. Like, even if it's people I love and love spending time with, um, I get really exhausted sometimes and I am definitely someone who needs to spend a lot of time by myself. Um, so that's so interesting. I was actually going to ask you about what we kind of touched on before, the role yeah. model. Like what, what does that sort of, what does that mean? Well, it means what it like simply means like you are here to be a natural role model. So when I think about you and your business, it's really understanding that in terms of your energetic aura, you have natural authority. So it's really about positioning yourself as that expert and that authority, getting rid of that conditioning and learning all of that other stuff and knowing that, hey, you are a role model. You're really good at what you do and you need to be able to step up and rise and be true and authentic to yourself. Yeah, that's really interesting because I do, you know, get a lot of clients saying, oh, you know, I feel really inspired after our um, chat. And that is like one of my favorite things to hear. Like, oh, you know, I feel like I can go after my goals. Like that's the whole point of coaching, right? Mm. Uh, But I tend to be very, I could be maybe hesitant to step into that expert role because I'm a bit like, I'm just like you, you know, like we're on the same level. I struggle with this. I'm very much a relator I know I don't know I think that's yeah. actually a different human design but I'm like we're in the same boat but yeah it's like you know you only have yeah, to be a few steps ahead of that person to be an expert 
You say that because it's actually your unconscious personality line. So it's mm. going to feel a bit more uncomfortable and not quite there yet. Um, whereas the relationships profile line was more your conscious personality because, you know, human mm. design, it shows us your body and your human personality and traits. And then it's also got your soul's blueprint. So your soul is actually longing to be that role model and wants to emerge as that role model. And wow. actually people with your profile, they, as they get older, they feel more comfortable in their skin. They enjoy being more mature and they actually are able to naturally step up and become that role model. That's so, so I think that's going to unfold for you. Yeah. You can come back and listen to this in like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I've, I mean, you know what? I'm turning 30 next year and I feel like I already feel that very much. Like I've always used to feel like oh, I'm really young. I don't have any life experience. And I think just as you naturally get more life experience, you're more comfortable stepping into that leader role. Yeah. And the final thing I'll say about your personality is trust is a huge theme in your life. It's about not just like trusting the people around you, but trusting yourself. And I think about that RuPaul quote. I think he's like, you know, if you don't trust yourself, how is anybody else in this world going to trust you? Does that resonate with you? Yeah. I think I've been thinking about this a lot recently because Mm. um, I really struggled with how do I, how to explain it? Like little things like, you know, I don't have my driver's license. Like I've, I've done a lot of life things a bit late and I yeah. actually struggled with probably um, related to my ADHD, like just uh, picking up little things. Like it took me forever to get my pen license at school, just like basic life things I felt a little bit behind about. And I think that that's led to some like self trust issues being like, yeah, you're not a real adult, like that kind of thing. Um, you know, trusting that I'll know how to do things like, you know, or that I can do them as well as other people. So I think that's the biggest way that it shows up in my life. And it's something I've been really working on. Like, you know, you've got this, like, yeah, you do. But I think it's so beautiful that you're able to acknowledge it because when you know about it, then you can work on it. And it's like a life thing. You're going to learn more about it as you progress in life. Yeah, exactly. Ah, it's such, such powerful insights, you know, even just to get you thinking about yeah different parts of yourself I'll give you like a kind of like the ending part so obviously we're kind of condensing a normal reading because they usually take like an hour very (laughs) in-depth want to talk about your soul path and purpose but what's really interesting is you're here to be having a self-fulfilling path you know you're here you're actually this lifetime creates karma for you because what happened is if you believe in reincarnation your last lifetime, you cleared your karma. There's no debts. And so your soul actually chose to came back to earth and experience life again. And so many people with this energy in their chart, they don't consciously remember their past lives. Like when you meet someone that knows they're an old soul, like they know like this feels familiar and stuff. Whereas you probably kind of approach the world more in an innocent and fun way. Everything feels fresh and new. Yeah, I would definitely say that. It's so interesting. So I guess... um I tend to feel a lot of like, oh, this is like turning into a therapy session, but I love it. <laughs> uh, like a lot of guilt and shame, like that I can't, you know, just do be selfish basically and go after what I want in life. Be- like just this weird feeling of it. So it's good to know that mm-hmm. I don't have any karma that I need. Like I, my karma's already clear. So maybe it is okay to be a little bit Well, selfish. actually the tagline <laughs> of a generator is you're here to be selfish. So actually the more selfish you are, the more that you're going to be lit up and able to help those that you love in your life. You're able to give more. So my advice to you is be more selfish. Genuinely, you're built to do that. And even your soul chose to come here and do that. 
<laughs> my soul wants to be selfish. Yeah. yeah. Selfish isn't a bad thing. And this is where the conditioning comes in again. Like what's wrong with being selfish? Like we weren't born to live and help other people. We're here to have our own paths and also be in harmony with others, right? Yeah. And maybe that's where the role model come th- comes in. You yes. know, it's like I create a life, you know, beyond my wildest dreams to show other people how to do it. I that's mean, that's exactly what I love it. to that do. That is a role model, right? I love to help people, but more so in that way, in the, I guess, inspire way than, you know, hands-on like, you know, I love to give people a roadmap, but I don't, I can't do the work for them. So yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. If you could, we would live in a very different world, wouldn't yes, we? <laughs> exactly. I would love to. I just don't have the time. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting. And, you know, like a lot of this sort of takes the pressure off me because, mm. you know, I'm very action oriented and it sounds like that is part of my human design, but not necessarily in the pushing kind of way. No, that's feminine, remember? Yeah, exactly. And you know, that just even just knowing that it is okay to just, you know, go after what I want in life, um, you know, without feeling like this, some debt that I have <laughs> due to someone. Mm. That's huge. Wow. And we've kind of touched on, I guess, the manifestation piece of it. But I yeah. guess, you know, if you were to give me just a couple of tips of like my best, like some things that I can do to really um, tap into this generator um, style of manifestation, what would that be? It's that lit up feeling. It's like that's beautiful, sparkly light. Whenever you're thinking about what you want to manifest, that's the more. The more you put out that energy and feel it in your body, the more the universe is going to respond to you and make it happen. So when you're a feminine manifester, you really got to let go. I think we talked about this in a few episodes ago. You have to detach. And the reason when you're a feminine manifest is you have to let the universe surprise you because it's like, oh my gosh, Emma, she wants to manifest, you know, $2,000, but here I am trying to give her $8,000, such a bummer because she just wants $2,000, but I want to give her $8,000. So it's being more, actually, it's where it's actually kind of foreshadowing your soul path and purpose, but it's being in that feminine receptivity, not always giving, 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 being open to receive like, oh, thank you, universe, or thank you to this person and thank you like that. Yeah. And what about in terms of the, you know, not constantly chasing ideas? Like how can I, is it okay for me to just wait for things to come to me? Like how do I balance that? Yeah, because you're here to respond to the world. You're actually going to find when you initiate a program or a client course based on like feedback you've been given, such as manifest action, that's when it's going to be more successful than say you just initiating something with no nothing to respond to, right? So you're like responding to a need that you've seen in the market. But it's about when you've got that open head with the energies and ideas, it's all about dreaming and possibility. The energy is just that. It's not about actually, that's like more masculine, you know, initiating and creating it. That's what we call the manifestors of the world. You're more a generator. You can give, you can have heaps of ideas, but like make it playful and like fun. You know, like when we're kids, we think of all these crazy zany ideas, but we don't attach ourselves. We're like, oh, People don't want to have a spaceship made of bubble gum. No worries. I'll think of another cool idea. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's, you know, when I come up with idea, just sit on it for a bit and, you know, be um, just aware of any opportunities that might lead me to it. But I don't necessarily have to sit down and like come up with a whole like roadmap to that idea. You know, like I love to do that with my goals when it's something that's really aligned. But if it's just an idea, maybe I can just sit on it for a bit and I don't have to decide straight away. (laughs) 
we were just talking about it. Like it's so good to have, you know, excitement and, you know, infinite potentials. Like if it works out great, if it doesn't, that's okay. And it's like being in the flow and trusting the universe that everything happens for a reason. Sometimes when we don't even understand it on a logical mind level. Yeah. Let's Actually continue. your soul path and purpose is you're here to be very intuitive about the past. You're really here to help people with guidance in reconciling the past, you know, history. And you're really somebody that looks back at the past and what's happened in history to draw out insights and help other people. Does that resonate with you? Yeah. So helping people in their, their current life history or their like past lives well, the current life because you're yeah. looking at the past and you know maybe someone's upset about their past or not proud of their past or they've made a lot of mistakes in their past and you're really here to be like hey that's okay oh, i can yes. help you i've learned a lot from my past and this is what happened and this is how i can share my wisdom with you yeah i think this is one of the reasons i'm starting to be a psychologist obviously that's a lot of you know um <laughs> what is involved in that it's like detangling all these things that we've learned and like I'm a big believer that it doesn't matter what you're not not that it doesn't matter I think it's important to reflect on that but you also need to move forward and I think every person regardless of their upbringing or whatever hand that they were whatever lot that they were handed in life deserves you know the opportunity to create a better future so I think yeah I do believe it's important to look at the past but also to keep moving forward and that you should have really control really over your interesting future. yeah because it's actually going to lead to your main soul you know energy and theme in your life is the energy of a listener you have this really beautiful gift of hearing and seeing other people in fact you're a natural confident you probably go to a party and people spill all their secrets to you like they just met you but they think they can really trust you yes, is that true you're not in your head and I thought that this was maybe just a you know because I'm not a naturally loud or confident person I think that I thought that that was maybe like a people pleasing thing I've developed like just this sort of like warm persona like I mean I am very trustworthy I think so it's interesting to hear that that is actually naturally inside me that that's actually what I was put here to do and it makes sense as a coach and also someone who's studying starting to be a psychologist because a lot of it is listening not talking Well, actually, that'll be in your blueprint because I said a good job for you would be a coach or a psychologist because people feel very welcomed and warmed by you. And you're very much somebody that has the gift of being able to understand why people are sharing their stories and making that connection, whether it's for their past, um, their present or their future. And so in saying that, you also have the gift of being able to hold space for very difficult and heavy emotions. You know how to kind of ground yourself and not get too caught up in the emotional narrative as we know as a coach that is super super important yeah I struggle with that with uh the you know holding space but if it's someone that I'm too close to sometimes uh you know like maybe like a parent or something like that but uh for I think I am quite good at holding space for you know people where there is that little bit of um distance oh wow it's so it's so interesting it's, yeah, I, it sounds because, like I'm on the right path then. <laughs> you are. And I think, you know, with the listener energy, as we know, if we overextend ourselves, that's when we start to become resentful because, you know, people are walking all over our boundaries. It can make us feel quite pessimistic and quite heavy. So that would be mm. like the shadow expression of that main I energy think that's, that you embody. That's where I'm, yeah, what I was saying in terms of, you know, people who are closer to me tend to, can sometimes, I guess, uh, keep bringing that energy to me and I get very drained. Um, So that is good to know. And 
I was going to say, I tend to go deep with people quite quick. I don't really mm-hmm. like small talk. Um, <laughs> I like to like delve into like, how, yeah, but how do you feel? So that's really interesting as well. Yeah, because the other conscious um, theme that you have is role of the self, which is very much a natural leader. You're very much a people's um, people, but you can feel quite reluctant. But, you know, the people want you up there, so you're going to become that leader. So I would say you're not really one that wanted to cement and force yourself to be a leader, but you found that naturally people were seeing and turning to you as a leader. Does that yeah, resonate? Yeah, definitely. I always said oh, I don't want to be a leader, like more specifically in the workplace. I used to be like, I don't want to be a manager. I don't want to be a leader. But I do find when I'm in group situations, I do tend to be quite uh not assertive but I tend to be you know if I understand that other people are a bit quiet I'll, I'll kind of lead the way but I'll also be like yeah but what do you think so it's funny as I got older I've kind of embraced that a bit more well it actually comes up in your unconscious themes again so leadership I, I think I'm kind of painting the picture for you you're very much a natural born leader your soul is here to do that because one of your unconscious themes is self-expression you know you're really here you know, to be creative and to express yourself. And you're one of those people when you're doing what you love, you feel like there's a magical flow. It's like when we watch people dance and they become the dance, when people are writing songs, I bet for you it's when you're writing. It's just so magical for you. And again, it's this very much a natural leadership because when you do what you love, you're really empowering other people to do what they love. Because if you didn't have that creative outlet for your soul, you'll feel quite depleted. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think it's why I've kind of gone from writing to coaching. It's like, you know, I've done a lot of the writing. It kind of comes naturally. And it's like that next step is to help other people write or create or, you know, create the career or life that they want. So, yeah, I think it's it makes total sense. Yay. The final thing I want to speak about, which actually makes a really nice segue into talking about what Manifest Action actually is, is you've got this energy of receptivity, which is the archetype of the feminine. So in that feminine flow, you're very much focused on the vision and having others to help you bring it to life. You know, you've got very innovative guidance. You're here to kind of follow your own path. And when things are in the flow, it just feels like there's so much um, synchronicities in your life. You know, you're able to find the right people at the right time, at the right place. And you're just so in tune with the universe, helping um, it to support you. And you're just able to surrender to that. So I think that's such a beautiful way to end your reading. How did that resonate with you? Oh, I mean, everything you said has resonated so much. Like, thank you so much for diving into it. I, I understand it. And like, yeah, everything, single thing you said, you kind of touched on all different parts of me that kind of make up the whole picture. Um, and I feel like it's just also so useful and practical, like knowing I have been struggling with knowing how hard to push with things sometimes. So, yeah, you've given me some really like tangible things to think about. And Yay! I think it's so amazing and you're so good at what you do. And I'm so excited <laughs> that we're going to get to be able to share this with more people inside the Manifest Action Mastermind, which is actually open from now. Doors are officially open and we are so excited to start inviting, you know, some amazing driven, creative women inside this community. And I think you touched on, you know, this amazing synchronicity when everything comes together. I think that's really been the case with you and I, like we've just been so aligned on this, but we also want more people in our community who we can lift each other up. Don't you think the community's aspect is a huge huge part of what we're yeah, I here. think so true to your human design. When you came to me with this vision, I didn't even need any details. You're like, do you want to talk about it? I'm like, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, 
I just felt your passion for it. And I think it's just such an amazing thing to be able to bring manifestation and action together for manifest action. Because, you know, I've been in the market and I've worked with coaches and they're either just a manifestation coach or they're just an action coach. So for us to really bring together our expertise and really unleash the power for our community, that's going to be so amazing to be able to chat to people exactly like yourself. You know, they're manifesting their goals. They're taking action towards it. And it's all moving together and seeing everybody's progress. You know, we're talking about weekly calls by either you or me kind of leading in terms of manifestation and action. And then we've got that daily Voxer going. So we're always going to be moving and shifting and also having somebody that's like in your corner to support you, to celebrate you. Like that's just such an incredible container. Like I wish this was around when I was, you know, in my early stages of learning to manifest, you know, starting my business. I just think, wow, like you can just, I feel like you can just feel in my energy, my passion, how excited I am about the Manifest Action Mastermind. No, and I'm so glad you're as excited as I am. Like, like you said, there's nothing else on the market like this right now. And I think just through doing this podcast, we both really realized how well manifestation and action really go together. You really need both in order to bring that vision to life and they balance each other out so much. So I'm so excited that we, you know, we're coming together in this way. So it is a six week program. Um, like Fee said, we are going to be doing weekly calls and alternating. Uh, so obviously, yeah, it's going to be a mix of, I guess, more action productivity, overcoming procrastination, perfection side of things on my end and then on fees and, of course, you know, a lot around the vision, the manifestation, the energy, um, bringing in human design elements. So I wanted to give you guys just a quick walkthrough of what's actually um, going to be yeah, you know, inside the course. Yeah, six weeks on manifestation and then it's also six weeks on action. So it's actually a 12-week mastermind. Cool. We might have to edit this out. Hang on. 12 You're right. I always get confused about this. That's it's the right. two you week thing. To, um, um, maybe we'll go from. No, let's just keep going, and I can. Edit I think just bit say out. it again, but just say, "Oh, it's a twelve week," and then keep going with what you were saying. Yeah, I can just edit this whole chunk out. So I'll say it's a twelve week program, and we do oh two week. Yeah, we yeah okay cool. Um, yeah, so it is a 12-week program. We are going to be alternating uh, weeks. So, you know, I'll take um, a group coaching session one week and then Fee takes the next. Uh, and I wanted to give you guys a bit of a bit more of a sneak peek on what we're actually going to be uh, covering inside of it because there are, I guess, six phases. So the first phase is all about the magnetic vision. It's really about those energetic foundations for manifesting. Uh, and then, you know, it's also just about setting aligned goals so you're actually going to be able to stick to and, you know, creating your imperfect action roadmap. And then week, not week two, phase two is all about that, you know, inner groundwork and really digging deep. It's all about, you know, mm -hmm. some of those limiting fears and beliefs that have been holding you back um, so far. So, you know, we're really going to be reprogramming your mind for success uh, limiting, uh, shedding some of those limiting beliefs and uh, mindset blocks that maybe have been keeping you stuck, like procrastination, perfectionism. We're also going to be going a little bit into the neuroscience behind rewiring your brain, which is really so exciting. exciting. <laughs> so it's a real mix of science and energetics in that phase. And then phase three is all about the inspired action. Um, so fear is going to be delving more into, I guess, manifestation by design, going, yes. diving deep into those 12 universal laws, you know, uh, conscious and unconscious manifestation. 
Uh, I am really going to be helping you guys, you know, come up with an action plan and also the daily habits within that, you know, mm. days that you can set yourself up for a successful and productive day because it's, you know, really what you do on a day-to-day basis that, you know, leads to that Absolutely. huge progress. But phase five is all about expansion. You know, it's really about expanding what you believe is possible for you and dreaming bigger and looking at the big picture uh, and energetic expansion as well you know awakening to your inner power uh so and really finding your highest self so i guess you know that is quite manifestation focused this week but i'm also going to be you know going a lot into overcoming those last bits of self-doubt that are stopping you from dreaming big and also yeah just being bigger than your excuses as well. We're going to be really working on Super important. Yeah, things in terms of resilience and just how to keep going when things get tough. <laughs> I feel like we're really building it up for like phase six. Yes, phase six is the ultimate phase because it is all about the future. So, you know, I think that everyone's going to have a goal in mind that they're going to be working on yeah. throughout this mastermind. We certainly will be and obviously we'll be helping um, you guys figure out what that goal should be. But it's not just about what you're going to be doing in that 12 weeks. It's also about, you know, the future beyond that. And we're going to be really designing your dream life for the next 12 weeks. And then from a manifestation perspective, that's really about expanding and stepping into your quantum reality. Like, yeah, I think how would you so. explain that? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's about quantum leaping and realizing that you are co-creating your life. But what I love about this mastermind, it was a real, we're really marrying up like the spirituality and the woo with also like the practical action. And so you've got it covered from both sides. You're not just completely in the feminine. You're not just completely in the masculine. You truly are balanced in order to make those dreams happen. Then you've got this whole community behind you. You've got two expert coaches. It's pretty much a no brainer. If you're listening, if you've been waiting for a sign, like this is it. Get in now. Take fast action. As you know, Emma and I always speak about, it's not about being perfect. It's about imperfect action, really feeling that pull from your gut and soul to get in this program. If you're feeling this, if you're listening and you're like, yes, 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 you got to get into this manifestation, manifest action mastermind. Yeah. And I was going to say like, you know, I know we have a few people in both of our communities. Like if you've been thinking about working with Fee or you've been thinking about working with me, this is a no brainer because like you said, we are bringing our expertise together and maybe in the only way that we ever will. So, you know, this is, this is the perfect opportunity. Even just if you've been thinking about coaching in general, but you don't know whether to go down the more spirituality manifestation path or whether you should just, you know, you need accountability and should be taking Mm. action and need to look at your daily routine and um you know just actually stick to the task you set for yourself you know this is really the only mastermind that brings this together in this way absolutely and i think it's like you're also getting two coaches for the price of one because i know for a fact that our individual one-to-one coaching is much more on a higher level investment so if you're really wanting to get into the world of coaching if you want to be in my world or emma's world if you want to be in other women that are like you get into this mastermind and take action now so you can get all of those juicy, fast bonuses. So everyone, you know, Emma, do you want to tell everybody where they can find out more information and get on the, you know, actually purchase and get into the mastermind? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, this is going to be leading up to next year. And, you know, if you really want to start next year on a high note, like like we said, we're going to be designing your dream life. So, you know, now it's never too late in the year to invest in yourself. This is actually the perfect never. time to set yourself up and, I guess, get a head start for next year. So uh, we have all the juicy 
juicy details like the price, um, you know, how you can uh, secure your spot because we do expect places to fill up really quickly, uh, you know, a little bit more into like what each phase involves um, and some of amazing, very exciting bonuses that we have up for grabs, especially for, you know, our early action takers. You can find all of that information at manifestaction.co or I will also drink a drop it at the link in bio. Oh my gosh, yay! And I guess this is our second last episode because next week we're going to be ending this current first series of the Manifest Action podcast and really launching into that group program. So if you've been really enjoying our episodes, I would really, you know, highly encourage you to start thinking about getting into this mastermind. Yeah, it's the way to get more of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so next week, yes, like Fee said, is our last episode. Uh, Fee has kindly obviously done the human design for me. So it's only fair that next week I will be coming up with an imperfect action roadmap for her and some of her dreams and goals. So that's a great, you know, insight into how we set goals or I guess my imperfect action approach. So yeah, we'll see you there. Yeah. See you later. Thanks for tuning in to the Manifest Action podcast. We hope you had just as much fun as we did. You can get your daily manifestation fix by following me on Instagram at the Dang. And inject a little more imperfect action into your life at Emma Jane Norris on Instagram. To get on the wait list for an exciting community we have launching soon that will allow you to take your manifest action journey to the next level, head to manifestaction.co or link in the show notes. Catch you next week.